And welcome back to Browns Cast Week 18 version. Um, what, what is this? Our third week 18? Second week 18? Something like that. What are you coming again? How many years have we had a week 18 now? Is it this is the third year? Third year? It might be the third year. I was gonna say it's the second. This is the second year we've had the Browns Cast. But I think it's. I'm thinking it might be the second year we've had a week 18. No, because I think it I think it existed in twenty one. Um, but either way, we, we digress. Anyway, um, I'm your host, Taylor Jedrzak, and I'm here with. Um, it's a strange week. I am here with the, with the preview with Gerbs and not Matt. Just Gerbs previews with Gerbs. <laughs> I mean, it, I'm sure this is better than the last time you did a preview when you did it alone two weeks ago. That <laughs> was that uh, that was a fever dream. I truly do not. I wrote like rundowns for that week and the week like last week. Uh, I I don't remember what I talked about at all. You blacked out. I just I I was in a room by myself. My my girls were asleep. My wife was at home, and I just talked at a at a at a camera for thirty minutes, almost forty, I think. I again, I don't know what I did or how that happened. It did previewing previewing the the great Joe Flacco Case Keenum matchup. That it was, was a good goal. one. It was a it was a good matchup. But uh, yeah, I much much rather have people to talk to, uh, so I don't feel like a crazy person today. Yeah, there's, no, there's nothing like sitting in a room and talking to a computer, right? To make you feel like you have all of your mental facilities intact. Yeah, exactly. With no one talking back to me. That's the hard thing. Like I I, I get it. Where like. I have a hard time sometimes hosting where I, especially if it's a like two person podcast where I'm like, I'll talk for way longer than I need to. And then be like, so what do you think? And then just like, think about what I'm talking about next or I'm going to ask next. And then when it's just myself, I'm just like, well, I have no one to ask now. I just have to move on. Okay. So be honest. If you were, if you hypothetically, if you were doing that lonely podcast, and you mindlessly said, and what do you think to absolutely no one? Would you edit that out in post? Probably not, because I would more than likely be, uh, I would I would be accepting of the fact that I did it and just own up to it because I like having my shortcomings be brought to light because, you know, <laughs> reasons. Because I, I think that, like, I don't know if I would edit it, but I think I would, that would be something that I would slip on at least once. I would, I would pause for way too long waiting for someone to respond to my statement and realize there was no one actually there. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you can kind of tell, uh, the vibe for this this one's going to be kind of kind of chill here. Um, it's, a, it's a loosey-goosey one here, folks. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't look it up. I should have. I... Don't think the Brown the 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 new Browns nineteen ninety nine to now definitely have not clinched a playoff spot with a week to go in the season. No, um, I do not. I do not believe that. Sorry, that's my dog. She found her squeak toy. Good news, everybody. She's got her pink bone. Um, this is a week eighteen podcast where the Browns have already clinched. Anyway, um, no, I do not believe that they have clinched ahead of time. There, I mean, they've only made the playoffs. Twice? Three times? Uh, they've made it twice. 
This is now. I say this is a, this is the third time I think they've been in the playoffs since coming back. But, but this league is also the third final week of the season that they went to the playoffs, or they could have gone to the playoffs, and they didn't actually have to do anything. Right. Uh, I think in two thousand two they needed other teams to lose. Right. Two thousand two thousand seven it was Jim Sorgi who is a cursed name and then right. this year they've clinched so they don't actually need anything and the the and 20 2020 they they needed, needed to, win. to win right they yeah. needed to beat the steelers backups essentially beat the steelers to go beat the steelers yeah <laughs> disregard all the covid things that happened in between those two games <laughs> well you know <laughs> but it's it's a weird feeling. Um, obviously, it's not one that I've experienced. It's yeah, not it's, one that you've it's, experienced it's a, since you were probably in in middle school. It's a full-on Ricky Bobby, I don't know what to do with my hands week. Where yeah. you're just like, you don't... Like, I don't, I, don't know how to, I don't know how to be excited about this game. Because I want to be. But also, like... Why am I excited? <laughs> it's you know, it, I, I guess it, being excited because we only have uh, a very short few weeks of football, Browns football left. We could um, only have ten days left at this point, right? I mean, you know, it, we'd love to be playing Browns football in in February, but um, only two know, teams get to do that. Oh yeah, they're they're they they limit how many people get to actually play that long. So <laughs> yeah, I, I think. If it if it gives you any insight into kind of the the weird mindset that I'm in, I uh, I was talking to my wife earlier, and I, I was like, you know, if your if your dad gives up his Panthers tickets this weekend, I wouldn't be opposed because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I I don't have a brown. Like yes, I want to see Jeff Driscoll. It'd be hilarious if he beats the Bengals, but like. God, it would be. I think it would also be equally as funny if I go to the Panthers game and they beat Baker <laughs> to keep them out right. of the playoffs. <laughs> right. Yeah, when you when you could easily have paid forty five cents for a ticket a couple weeks ago, and now you're like, <laughs> "Hey, your dad still got those tickets?" Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't hate going. Right. Like, Absolutely. That's just kind of where I'm at. Like the the Browns game, it's nice to kind of have this. I'm sure it's nice for them to kind of have the have a mental, maybe not like checkout week, but like you're not on edge for seven days. Right. Like I saw a, I think Joe Goodberry, who's uh, not a beat writer, but a like the Bengals foremost Twitter Bengals, like yeah foremost Bengals Twitter guy um, had retweeted something of like the, the Bengals were having every person on the team running pass routes. And, it, and he, I think the tweet was like very last week of school vibes. And uh, that's, that's Cincy that's doing it, who obviously has nothing to play for either. But yeah. um, you know, this, this is the team that's like, yeah, man, go ahead out there. Trey Hendrickson. <laughs> run some passes. See what you got. Shirts versus skins. Right. David and Joku wins that every time. 
Well, it's always skinned. He, he, he's he's skinned all time quarterback. Yes. Um, but it's I mean it, it's it's nice. Um, in a sense, it's even more probably even more relaxing. I mean, I'm sure Kevin Stefanski and the coaching staff is kind of stressed out about this particular aspect, but the players don't even have to, they don't even have anything to look ahead at right now. Like they don't know who they're going to play. Right. They won't know who they're going to play until Sunday. And that adds to the, like the, the lack of direction. I feel like, because you just, you have no idea of what is next. You know, what's next in that you're going somewhere to play playoff football. But you don't know where you're headed. You could be headed to Florida, Texas, or Indiana. Like, yeah. <laughs> any of all those are possible. All teams you beat. I mean, I think the odds on is that it's the Jaguars. Uh, the Titans are not good. Um, but, like, we've seen weirder things happen in the AFC South. It happened, what, two years ago when Carson Wentz, like, pooped the bed against the Jags? When all they needed to do was all the Colts needed to do was win, right? So oh, I forgot Wentz was Wentz has been everywhere. Wentz is a uh, immaculate grid star at this point. Yeah, but yeah, that that division's weird. Um, I, I don't foresee the Titans winning. Uh, <laughs> if the Titans do win. Whatever, whatever modicum of care that the city of Jacksonville has is going to be calling for heads. <laughs> and they don't get much bigger than Trevor Lawrence's. Yeah, literally, um, literally and figuratively. Um, yeah, they'll make they'll make him cut his hair. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's we have. Like I said, we have, we have the Cincy game that's here that you know is a nice respite. They've already said they are going to rest starters. As you uh, mentioned, they're starting drift Driscoll. Um, I don't know who else. I, I would imagine miles is going to be in street clothes unless he somehow convinces Kevin Savansky to let him try out, get a, a couple sacks. Um, I'm not even sure I want miles on the sideline. <laughs> truly. <laughs> I know he will be, but right. <laughs> like... Denzel Denzel should be in street clothes. Um, you know, Teller and Batonio need to be. I, I think the the hard part is with Cleveland this year. The backups are already in, <laughs> so yeah. it's hard to like. Yeah, yeah man, like, sit this guy. It's like no, he's he's already like on the. It's, we're already down there. We're already down. Yeah, the, we're we're probably going to end up starting our two starting the two tackles that we will start in the playoffs this week. Cause I don't know if we have any more tackles. <laughs> I think we have one. <laughs> I think we might have one. Um, but say so Michael Dunn will probably play right uh, left tackle or left guard rather. Um, I did maybe. have a brief moment of panic. Uh, I think it might just be like a, a Pavlovian reaction to them signing Roger Saffold to the practice squad. I was like, Oh my God, what happened to, to Wyatt Teller in practice? Right. <laughs> yeah. That's that like signing guys to the practice squad has been the precursor all year to doomy Wednesday injury announcement. Well, it's I'd rather it be honestly, I'd rather it be Roger Staffold and you know, the Cleveland connection where he was at the Bottlegate game and 
um, all that kind of stuff. Uh, then the like, is it gonna be Jarvis Landry? Is it are they clearing away for Dalvin Cook? And you know, for the for those of you out there, we did have those discussions this week. We did. Oh, we definitely did. If you didn't have your own Discord slash group chats, then you're you are better people than us. But yes, we did have lengthy conversations about uh, a possible the merits of Jarvis Landry. The merit, the merits of signing Jarvis Landry for this for Week 18 and a stretched playoff run. Um, yeah, this is we we are in full on silly season. You were tracking. Is there? You said there's eight quarterbacks that have started all all the games this uh, this year. Yeah, that, that, like are slated to start Week 18. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple that I could see getting, you know, a quarter. Um, but like, if uh, the the eight quarterbacks that have started all that will end up starting all 17 games, I think, are Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff, <laughs> Dak Prescott, Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, I think that's that's close enough. Josh Allen, uh, Derek Carr. Somehow, against all odds, that man started all 17 games. The city of New Orleans wanted to run him out eight ago. Um, uh, love with the Packers and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know how Derek Carr survived enough. Literally, like physically survived to start all games. Um, same with Tua, because you know concussions. And you know, if, if if the Dolphins had managed to find a way to win the Titans game, even, uh, well, no, I, I guess they would need to find a, have found a way to win two more games. Um, but they, they would have probably rested two after the shoulder tweak last week. But you know, I, I could see the Cowboys going easy on Dak and the Eagles going easy on Hurts. Um, right. But neither of them can like the reason I included them is neither of them can really afford to lose that game, because if the other team decides not to play, then the Eagles could jump back ahead of them. And right. It's Dallas against the Giants or against the Red Dallas, State. Dallas drew the commanders and the, the Eagles are in um, Red New State. York. Listen to me. It's OK. Play. My old, it's my it's my Flacco showing here. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, th- those are the only guys left that have started all eighteen games, or, yeah. or all seventeen games, uh, which is kind of a crazy stat that we're eight of thirty-two. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 chaos theory that I love is Buffalo losing to Miami and having Jacksonville win and Pittsburgh beat a like loser Baltimore game and then Buffalo being out of the playoffs. That's my favorite like chaos theory. I kind of, I, I personally, I kind of want to see the bills in because that means the Steelers wouldn't be. <laughs> I think the Steelers are, I mean like as a, and again, I don't I, I, I say all these things. And I try to temper Homerism in all of this. Steelers are a tough out. They always are going to be with Mike Tomlin as coach. But you have to think that that matchup looks better than any kind of Buffalo matchup down the line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're the Browns, you'd rather see the Steelers. Um, 
make keeping Buffalo and their juggernautness out of the um, playoffs at at all is, is you know a a win if you're you know the AFC. Well, they didn't. They didn't really. They didn't look like a juggernaut last week. Granted, they lost to uh, they lost to England earlier in the year, so beating them was a, an improvement. But they didn't look that great. Um, but, they also uh, yeah. might have been. They also might have been pulling the gas off the brake. So, yeah, you know what I mean. You know, it's yeah. I, I will say Buffalo winning creates significantly better playoff matchups. Um. For the AFC, just like thinking from a TV perspective, you'd have the winner of Houston Indy going to Buffalo. You'd have Miami going to Kansas City. And right. You'd probably have the Browns going to Jacksonville. Right. If, if uh, it gets kind of crappy, if the Dolphins win, you'd have the, the Steelers going to Miami, the Colts going to Kansas City, and the Browns going to Jacksonville. Ugh. Yeah. Like yeah. none of those matchups are appealing. The other one is like a TV, TV dream come true. Right. Yeah. A Buffalo, so. Buffalo KC with the what was it one sixteen game or sixteen second game. Yeah. Yeah. And before, before there was a there was a result last week that ruined that one. I think it was the Steelers winning. Uh, the Steelers winning last week kind of shuffled that possibility out of having the Bills go to Kansas City. I thought Buffalo was in line for the sixth seed right now. No, they they're pretty much. I mean, maybe if Houston and Indy tie, but <laughs> they're pretty much win and you're the two seed, lose and you're not in. Hmm. I thought they were. I thought they were pretty solidly in the sixth seed. If they if they even if they if they lose, no, they, their AFC record's pretty bad. Gotcha. Yeah, six and five. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So. Anyway. I mean, that's the other side of the brackets, basically. You know, I mean, you, if you if you play it out, you know, looking ahead, if Cleveland's able to win against whatever AFC South winner is there, um, and they stay at they stay at five, which they can't go really lower. Um and the rest of the board is chalk, then Cleveland goes to Baltimore in the next round. Yeah. But, but if, the, but if, if, if like, Buffalo, Buffalo wins and kicks Miami to Kansas City, there's a chance that Miami would go back to Baltimore, and we'd right. get, in that scenario, we'd get the winner of Houston-Buffalo. Right. Now, do I want to go to Buffalo? No. <laughs> Are we a team that's prepared to go to Buffalo? Yeah. More so than anyone else, right? Probably. Other than Otherwise. Baltimore, other than Baltimore. Now it's Baltimore. Yeah. So it's. I mean, we're that, that's kind of getting ahead of ourselves. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, I'm. A, I. I. I like to look ahead because, again, that's that's what we have at this point. We don't have like we. All we can do is look ahead. Because do you really want us to talk about the merits of? David Bell and Cedric Tillman starting at wide receiver. And we're going to get a lot of Pierre Strong carries. A lot of Pierre Strong carries. Those are fresh legs on Pierre Strong. We might even see some John Kelly. Is he on the active roster? 
He's on the practice squad. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I don't. I. They're not going to run Hunt out there. They're. They will manage Ford as little as possible. Strong will be the one that's basically getting all the the carries on Sunday. You'll see. You'll see Driscoll throwing to Tillman and David Bell and Jordan Aikens will be who your offense is, basically. Harrison Bryant. That's, you know, it's it's not not inspiring stuff for a uh, Sunday in January. But no, I mean, we've, we've experienced a lot of these on the other side. So it, it's, yes, it's it's nice to not be like. Oh, well, we're starting our fifth quarterback, and damn it, we're seven and nine, right? Or six and ten. Like, trying to trying to figure out what games have to happen for our first round pick to be in the top ten. Yeah, like we we've seen plenty of these weekends. We had one two years ago against the Bengals. It was in Cleveland. They right. benched everyone. We we beat whoever the hell they ran out there. Got a meaningless win at the end of the season to finish eight and nine, I think. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, and, I'm. I'm. I'm very excited. I. Uh, the one thing I'm. I'm not looking forward to is the possibility of the game being on Peacock on Saturday, um, if and when that likely happens, and the people in Cleveland lose, pitching a conniption um, about having to get a streaming platform to watch their, their game, despite the fact that it will be, it has to be shown locally. So Yeah, I mean, it'll be on Channel 5, I think it is up there. Right. So, but all that's only, I think it only works in the city limits of Cleveland. So, like, if you're one block into what, what what's the next city down? Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I've been to Independence, but I'm sure that there's a city between Independence and Cleveland city limits. Not much, but yeah. <laughs> but Cuyahoga Falls, Solon. I don't know. I'm I'm not even from like I'm I'm in Clemiana, so like I would I wouldn't be able to watch it on like five. <laughs> you take one step into Parma and you're screwed. Right. Um, East Lake, you're you're effed. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think if if they. If the AFC winds up at the slate where the Bills win and then, you know, you have C.J. Stroud going to Buffalo and that would be a fun game. And you have Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins going out to Kansas City again. I mean, well, they played in Germany the first time. It was technically a road game for the Dolphins, but they played in Germany. Um, you know, that would be a high high value TV matchup plus this the Taylor Swift bonus you have there. Um, and all like, so, so many of the NFC playoff brackets are good that the Browns might end up get sh- getting shuffled to the, the Peacock slot, which would be eight thirty on Saturday night. Like if you have Packers, Cowboys, Rams, Lions, and Eagles bucks in the, on the AF on the NFC side, that's none of those games are going to be on Peacock. Right. Yeah, you're not going to put Eagles or Dallas or Packers on a streaming. You could put Rams Lions. I could see that being, but you'd also you also kind of want that game because that's going to be like a big sentimental draw or like a big 
big value right. there. Right. Stafford going back to Detroit. Stafford going so, back to Detroit. Goff playing McVeigh again. Yeah, like the 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 fact that those two could line up in the playoffs. It's kind of there's so much there's so many cosmic cosmic things going on to make that one happen. Um, but yeah, and like I, I don't think that the Browns are going to be anything but on Saturday. The best we could hope for would be the one one p.m. on Sunday slot. Um, yeah. 4.30, 4.30 on Saturday and 1 o'clock on Sunday are the two games that are the ones that the league will quote-unquote bury. Last year, right. the, the first game of the playoffs was the Seahawks going to San Francisco and getting run out of the state of California. So they, they put the what they thought would be the worst matchup on first just to get it over with. Right. Uh, I would doubt that Tampa would host a Monday night game again. Um, they hosted the Monday night game against the Cowboys last year. Uh, so I don't, I don't know who, who gets priority on choosing these things, but expect the Browns not to have a high, high, um, high priority for these networks because I mean, you're either going to Jacksonville, which is one of the, the least watched TV markets or you're playing an uninteresting Colts team or you're playing in Houston. Right. So yeah, for TV ratings, the game against Houston probably is the best. Like that would be the one that they would probably hope for TV networks probably would hope that the Browns are going to be in Houston because CJ Stroud is marketable and the Browns are the darling all of a sudden. I think the Flacco stuff helps with that a lot. That they yeah, it like the it it helps their their TV draw. Um, yeah, if this if this same run if, if this same run was happening with Deshaun, I wouldn't get the same coverage. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, you'd have people as they would want. They would beg for the Houston game if it yeah. was Watson. Yeah, that because that and, and honestly, that would be. I mean. We're going to get into this in a minute, but that would be the absolute worst case scenario for the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> because Watson played like crap there last year. Yes. And I wouldn't. Who's I to say what that would have been this year? Who's Someone asked me, and I'll, I'll post this question to you, um, and then we can uh, move on. They asked, uh, sliding doors, if you were able to take uh, and, and not have his knee twisted out. What would this season look like if Nick Chubb would, was there? Would Watson get hurt? Would, uh, would the team be 12 and five? Would they be better? Would they be, would the record actually be worse? Because they would, you know, they wouldn't have gone to this. They, there's no need to sign Flacco in, that, in those cases, because like, you know, in theory, because Watson doesn't break his shoulder. Cause he's not trying to be Superman. I mean, there, there's certainly some, alternate timeline things going on there. We can, I know you're nerdy. We can, we can go down to the TV. We can locate it up, man. Yeah, we can, we can, we can find that. Find Strap that on your, and, your TVA vest and we're going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll go down the very, the, the various branch timelines. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, find those variants, but I think you, I think the team, I I've said it here, and I I don't know if I've written it, but I know I've said it here before. I think the team was so expecting Nick Chubb to be there 
that that's why they didn't per, that's why they didn't uh, pay up for a like quote unquote prime time uh, backup quarterback why it was going to be Dorian Thompson Robinson because there was no need to you know um, if you, you're gonna you're gonna run Chubb. 25 times a game. Why would you pay for a backup when you could just have this running quarterback, have this running offense for a bit and um and those kind of things if there was any kind of injury to Watson. Um yeah, it's just it's it's a fun little mental exercise. I don't know, you know, I also think there's, no idea. there's there's an aspect of it that's a kind of a snowball effect that, you know, if you put that piece back on the chessboard and you keep it there, does the season play out the same way? Do we need to, does the team kind of gel in the same way? Do they win those games that they, that they wouldn't have maybe if they were, if they didn't have to find it within them to move past losing the spiritual core. Right. For the entire. Cause you, in theory you win because they were winning. You win that, you win that Pittsburgh game. That's a yeah. that's a win. In, that's a win in your column already. There, you're you're two and zero. You and then you go out and play a bad Titans team the next week. You're three and zero. Right. Baltimore doesn't look like it does in week four. Yeah, but then after that, like so many so many of the magic things happened after the bye. Like, yeah. What the, the the team that this ended up morphing into happened because of the hardships going into San Francisco when they were. Right, the PJ nine point nine point dogs at home. The PJ Walker like, game, yeah. Then the crazy it, finish in Indy. All the shit that happened in Indy, and then uh, all Seattle the stuff that happened soccer. in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, God, what was the next game after Seattle? Now, oh my God. Um, de- no, no, that was that was much later. We came back home after after Seattle. It's gonna bug me now. Actually, I gotta look. I'll, I'll. This entire season is blended together. Colts. Um, uh, no, it was Colts. Uh, Cardinals. Cardinals. Uh, Ravens. Cardinals. Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. So you come back from that Seattle game, you kick the crap out of Clayton Tune, and then you have the biggest game of the season. Right, and that's yeah, and that's really game of the season. If it wasn't, if it wasn't the the Jags win, it was that stretch of three games right there that it really felt like this is a team that is special. Yeah, like the Cardinals, sure, you you beat the crap out of them, but coming going to Baltimore, winning the way they did, you have the belief. Uh, then you're immediately punched in the gut on that Wednesday when you lose the quarterback, and then right. they go out and beat the Steelers, which we even with backup quarterback we expected because Kenny Pickett is awful, and we the Steelers are now finding this out. Um, they're about a year and a half late to the party. Right. But yeah, and then you, you you have DTR for the Steelers game, and that was, you know, a cluster. And then the Broncos game where he gets knocked out. You bring Flacco in. You the bring Flacco in for the Rams. As, it was not as lopsided as the final score. It wasn't, and that was that's I that's where I think like that the the Rams and then the win over the Jags are the games that really like. This is going to be a thing. Yeah. Well, I, I think the, I think everyone bought into like 
the Jags game, I think we were we all went in kind of tentatively, and then you know there were some big plays in that game. Flacco played really well. I think the second half of the Bears game is where everyone bought into the holy crap. Yes. This this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Like this is there's a different feel, and then going to Houston in games that they would have in a game that they might have lost a couple of years ago. And getting it 36 to 7. Like. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah, right? And yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Chipotas. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Yeah, letting that letting that game come back, you know, it, 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 yeah. It there were there was definitely some there was some gelling that happened in LA with with Flacco and and then like you said the the Jags is where it really like took off. Yeah, forever. And then, you know, there's this, I, I've seen some talk this week about how uh, the Bengals, or the, not the Bengals, no, it's been coming from Bengals fans, about how the Browns got l- lucked out in so many games this year, and uh, they're probably not as good as their record. But y- you look back at it, the Steelers game, they outplayed them. The Seahawks game, they lost because a pass got deflected by a helmet. 25 yards into the defensive backfield. Right. Uh, no, like, actually, I think we had a similar bounce the next week that just ended up for a touchdown. So the variance came back on that. But, <laughs> um, but they've had, the, I mean, the missed field goal against the Niners, the penalties against the Colts, that these are the things that they come back to. But there's so many other games that they've, they, they lost to, in the same similar fashion that they won to. So that balances out. Yeah. Um, and then Jags, Bears, Texans, Jets. I think we all, when the schedule came out, we, we looked at that part of the schedule and, was, and we're like, if they're going to make a run, it's going to be there. Right. And yeah. Those are the bears, the bears game and the jets game were the ones who were like, these are schedule wins, you know, as, I mean, I, I was I was not a believer in the Jaguars before the season, um, so much so that I I think I've said this before. I I mentioned in the private side of the Discord that I would wrestle an alligator if they won thirteen games. Um, you don't have to. Yeah, no, I don't have to anymore. Uh, Turns out, but I, I I was not a believer. Would have been something I still would have liked to have seen. Yeah, I mean, when they were eight and three, I uh, I I didn't bring that message up on purpose and I would hoping you would just fade into the background. So no one talked about it, but you know, as soon as the Browns beat them, I think they, that 
cross them off of being able to win 13 games. So, yeah, but there's lots of other things cross them off from being able to win 13 games. But. Yeah, I mean, not not just sitting Trevor Lawrence for a week is one of those things. <laughs> but, you know, it was, it was a relatively easy schedule in the grand scheme of things, but the whole division played this schedule. Um, the AFC South is a pushover for this division. Uh, yeah. We, strugg- we struggled with the NFC West. I, 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 we went two and two. The, I, I will say the only games that they... The only games that they lost that, like, they should have won were the games that they were reeling from things you like the 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 week two Steelers with with Chubb um the Seahawks probably the Seahawks are probably the other one that was like this was a very winnable game the Seahawks was a winnable game but PJ Walker committed three turnovers um the Broncos I'm glad that game didn't come back to haunt us uh they fell apart after they beat us which sucks but right it's it worked out, and next year the schedule is going to be a little tougher. Uh, you got the NFC East um, and the AFC West, so you're guaranteed games against the Cowboys, Eagles, Chiefs, uh, Justin Herbert. If the Chargers can figure their shit out, like the schedule next year will be tougher, and you're going to have a second yeah. place schedule. So you're going to also draw whoever finishes second in the a- NFC South, which. Who knows? Could be Baker. You could be going to Tampa. Um, or you could... And then the sec- the other second place is the AFC... It would be the AFC East. So that I think that's undecided as well. You'd either yeah. get the Dolphins or the, the Bills. Bills. So... The schedule's going to be tough next year. and But it's going to be tough for the whole division. So... Right. And, but you're going to have your players back. So hopefully, I mean, and they talked about this today in some of the press conferences. Hopefully they have Jim Schwartz back. Um, I, I still think it's probably about a, it's probably less than 50% chance that he leaves, but like it's, it's not a negligible percent. So. Yeah. I, I think he, he, he said what you, in it. I didn't, I, I didn't hear the quote I, I saw it read I, I saw it written um so i i can't do my my own uh context reading but um i he said what he he said what a person in his position is supposed to say that they want another shot they're that they're happy where they're at but they always want to move up um and a chance to be a head coach again, you know, is is high in his list. Um, I think, and this is not like I want to keep this guy here. I think it is in his best interest to have a long term success in the NFL to continue to be a defensive coordinator. Um, yeah, and that's not again. That's not like. Let's keep him here because I want to keep him here. I do want to keep him here as a D, as a D coordinator. Um, I don't want him going anywhere else. But I, I I think that's a there are just guys that aren't head coaches. McDaniel 
you know, whatever whatever he's doing. He, he, there, uh, Vic Fangio in Miami. There's guys that just are good coordinators and aren't good head coaches, and we just. I think that that's where Jim Schwartz falls now, and I think he disagrees, which is fine and valid because I'm the age of his starting quarterback right now, and it's 8.49 on a th- Thursday, and I'm recording a podcast in my guest bedroom. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if he goes, I'm sure the Browns will figure it out. Um Obviously, they're going to try and find someone that has a similar mindset because it worked so well this year. Um, right. My question, my, to... my question on that is, um, I wonder who they would try to retain from the staff, maybe. Yeah, it might be tough if he's going to be a head coach. I don't know where, like, of all the teams that are looking to hire a head coach, I don't know where he would fit. Um Carolina's going to want an offensive guy because they have a quarterback. Um, Tennessee, maybe. I mean, he has a relationship with that franchise, but... Washington no is likely getting rid of their guy. Yeah, but I can't imagine that... that they're going to want to go back to a defensive player, defensive coach. They're, well, they're they're probably going to want to try to make a big splash. Um, get a... I mean, they could even hire from within and promote the enemy because the enemy is going to be on the radar for a lot of yes. teams. Um, Harbaugh is kind of the the gigantic wild card for a bunch of these teams. I could see the Panthers going after him. I saw a report that the Raiders are going to go after him hard. I could. Well, see... he was already like almost in with the Raiders, and then my and then Michigan came with like more money. Yeah, but I I think he. Like this Michigan team is going to probably be the best he's could ever have there. Right. This team is full of like fifth and sixth year seniors. They finally found a quarterback after a decade of him being there, which is bizarre. Um, like th- this is kind of the perfect storm for them. Um, they they got enough out of their sideline scouting that they didn't need to do it anymore. <laughs> Allegedly. Right. Plus the, um, you know, he's graduating McCarthy this year, so he's not going to have that and wanting to get yeah, rid of, like, you know. Like this, this is a good time for him to kind of close that book regardless plus the, of what plus the, the sanctions are going to be coming. And if he gets out now, then he doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah. Like those, they're going to get, they're going to get hit. I mean, I don't know if they're going to get hit for the cheating thing. I'd like them to if that all that is proven to be true, but it's like now is the time to get out if you're going to do it. Like this is probably one of your final chances to do it. Right. So I could see the Bears even hiring him because the Bears team president is uh, the old Big Ten commissioner. So it. Who knows? Yeah. That's where we're at. That's the whole, you know, idea of this podcast. Who knows today? Yeah. I mean, today is a, we're we're just, we're shooting the shit. We're figuring it out. Doing it live. Um, But I think, I think we're probably about out of topics here. Um, There's really nothing to break down with the Browns. Um, We could dunk on Bengals Twitter being very salty this week, but it's not really my MO. Um, 
I will mention it though. It was it was kind of enjoyable. Um, I, I will you know, say this. I, I, the, whatever. I will say this. One of their one of their talking points this week was, um, well, where when where, where was the Brown? Where were the Browns when all these division wins happened? Like, uh, oh, have they won a division since this division has existed? No, they haven't. But the most recent division wins the Bengals celebrate only happened because Lamar Jackson got hurt. Right. So Lamar Jackson doesn't get hurt. You're probably not back-to-back division champions heading into the season. So the Bengals, the Bengals had their fair share of like schedule luck and injury luck over the last two years. It, you know, eventually that bill comes due. You yep. can't be lucky all the time, unless you're the Patriots for 20 years. But I think I think this is a good time to get into picks. Uh, we are Let's in our final week. In our final week, Gerbs is excited because he enters the final week in which how many points are possible per week? 16? 16 points possible every week. Um, he enters this week with a seven-point lead. Yeah, Herbs has 143 points. I am at 136, and Matt is at 135. Um, I made a couple risky picks last week, hoping to get some points back. I picked the Panthers to beat Jacksonville. Didn't go well. <laughs> um, and then I I missed on a bunch of the. Let's see. I picked the Panthers to beat Jacksonville. You guys didn't because you guys have brains. Um, we all picked Disney, the Bucks. It's fine. You, you, you got. We all picked the Bucks. We all got burned. We all picked the Ravens. That went well. We all picked the Cowboys, but we didn't cover, so we didn't get that bonus point. We all picked the Browns. Um, Flacco passing yards over under two seventy eight and a half. We all took the over and all got it. Browns rushing yards over under seventy nine and a half. Only you took the over. And I that took was, the over. What did they end up with? Wasn't it like one twenty? It was, it was their like first the, being over 100 in the last, like, three games. Yeah, it was one of the better rushing games in the second half of the season. Yeah. Um, Jets total yards over under 275 and a half. Um, we all took the under. We all lost. I think they ended up with, like, just over 300. Um, it was a weird game. Total touchdowns scored over under four and a half. Uh, the Browns beat, beat that by the middle. The over, the, was done, the over was done by halftime. Yeah, the over hit it by halftime. Um, more field goal attempts or fourth down. Uh, what's funny is I, I was listening back to the podcast to put Matt's picks in there. And he originally said field goal, and he would have gotten it right. He changed it to fourth. I also originally thought field goal just to be a contrarian, and I changed it to fourth late. Uh, we all picked fourth. We all lost. There was four field goals attempted and three fourth downs attempted. So that was a that was a fun prop. Um, total punts over under sixteen and a half. I took the over to be a contrarian. Uh, you guys took the under, and you guys got the points. Um, I believe there was eight or nine punts. Um, if you can tell based on the over under pro, uh, the the prop bets, I thought the game would be a little more low scoring. <laughs> we all did. The over under the the Browns hit the over under game total at halftime. What was so, the over under? What was the total? 
the the over under total uh, like pregame was thirty four, <laughs> and Cleveland hit that at halftime themselves. Yeah. So, so weird game. Uh, Jets defense forgot to show up in the first half, and then the Browns just didn't need to play in the second half aside from on defense. Um, but let's get into this week. Um, we only not picking any Brown. Well, we have a couple Browns things on here, but it's mostly a league wide thing. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, we, we only, there's, there's not as many super consequential games or games with, you know, two starting quarterbacks that have played most of the season this week. Uh, I tried to pick out the ones that fit those categories. So let's start with Colt, um, Texans at Colts. This really is like one of the games of the week. Yeah. Uh, when I put this on here, the Colts were a one-point favorite. It has now shifted to Houston being a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I believe that. I was going to take Houston. I'm going to change that here. Um, we'll talk. I think, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it later. Um, I my ranking of like desired teams that Cleveland faces out of the AFC South is Indy, Indy most want, I would most want to play Indy than Jacksonville, than Houston. I do not want to have to play CJ Stroud. No, I don't either. Um, At home. No, I, I think that would be, that's definitely the most precarious I would feel going into a game. Uh, that defense is still not very good, but they should have Will Anderson back. Um, who they didn't have when they played the Browns the first time. Um, I think my strategy for this week is pretty much going to be to pick against you. That's fine. How am I going to make up points if I don't pick against I'm really, you? I'm really smart, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm either going to win this thing or I'm going to finish in last by, like, 10 points. Right. <laughs> That's how this is going to go. Um, hopefully Matt does the same thing as me so that I don't get passed by him as well. Um, and then we got the tank bowl of the week. We got the Jets at New England. Patriots are two and a half point favorite. I don't know who's going to care less about that game, the Jets or the Patriots. I, this is actually, I think New England is playing for the second pick still. Yeah, they are. They they need help though. Like they need to lose plus have a bunch of other things happen. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Jets here just because I think they are. I know they have said like Sala and Joe Douglas are going to stay, but I I'm worried that they worried for them that if they don't have good showings going forward that they're 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 gonna they might be on the the block here because I saw on Thursday night last week I think there was like. Sala's record is like 16 and 32. Like, it's not, it is not good. No, it's not. I mean, he's been strapped with horrible quarterback play. But Right. His side of the ball is fine. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the Patriots. Uh, one, to be different from you. And two, I don't think Bill Belichick is going to want to go out of his New England career, allegedly, with a loss at home to the Jets. Sure. Uh, if there's any team he wants to beat the most before he leaves that stadium, it would be the Jets. Yeah. So 
They they might pull out every last stop they have to not lose. Do you think he's done in New England? I get the vibe that that has it's going to be a mutual quote unquote. Yes. Do you think he goes somewhere else? I do. Do you think he gets traded, or do you think he gets he just leaves New England and? Uh... I think it would be in better. It would be in New England's best interest to try to trade him. <laughs> get something back for him. And right. it's Bill Belichick, like so. You're gonna get something back, and it's gonna be pretty good. I think the, the Chargers would try. Um, maybe Panther, Panthers don't have any assets. Um, uh, Simmons and Sal talk about Belichick going to Dallas, but I don't know that Dallas is gonna fire McCarthy. I don't think Jerry Jones would want that big of a personality also in the building. That's it. That's another thing too, but um. I think if he's going to go anywhere, the most likely options are probably Washington or Los Angeles. Yeah. Outside chance of Vegas, but I doubt he wants to deal with the incompetence of Mark Davis. It's kind of hard to go from Bob Kraft to Mark Davis. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's at, least, a good look. at least Josh Harris is, is new and hasn't done anything stupid yet. Right. And he's not David Tepper, so he's not going to Charlotte either. <laughs> Um. Okay. One of the other more consequential games of the week. I thought about putting Bucks and Panthers in this slot, but that didn't seem as fun. Um, Falcons at Saints. Saints are three point favorites. Um, Saints just r- destroyed the Bucks out of nowhere, and the Falcons just got destroyed by the Bears out of nowhere. That means the Falcons will destroy them, right? <laughs> right. God. Transit property. Um, I don't think like New Orleans can't get to four, right? They can't take. They can't overtake Tampa Bay. If Tampa Bay loses, the winner of that game wins the NFC South. Gotcha. So if the Panthers somehow keep Baker out of the playoffs, <laughs> the winner of Atlanta New Orleans wins the wins the division. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, I, I'm going to say I think New Orleans uh, holds true here at home. Um, I think Arthur Smith is going to be fired. He's I, I think he's I think he's working on borrowed time. A, a, an offensive terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listened to the uh, the Ringer uh, fantasy show and they uh, this week's episode or today's episode was um, memento tattoos. Of like, if we if they forgot what happened this year, they have a tattoo to remind them of what uh, of like what not to do. And I think it one was uh, Arthur Smith killed my family. And it's just like <laughs> yeah, it's just on his chest in a like mirror, so you can like see it when you go when you like walk up. Yeah, like just yeah, he's he's I don't know what kind of supply he's working on there but it, it's it's not great in atlanta he's working on the uh getting out of town supply um i probably also would pick the saints in another week but i have to go with the falcons um saints are weird they're not very good <laughs> falcons are weird they're not very good yeah weird things happen when these two teams play each other it has since the 70s like right there's an entire dorktown documentary on these two teams being super weird when they play each other Worth your watch. Um, but yeah, I'm going to pick the Falcons just 
to be different. Um, we got another kind of weird game here. Uh, the Bears, who are playing probably their best football of the season, going to Green Bay. Green Bay obviously has owned the Bears. Uh, Green Bay is coming off a good win in Minnesota. Green Bay's defense is god-awful. They gave up 30 points to the Panthers. Did you see the Jair Alexander stuff? Yes, that happened here. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> they, he, if you didn't, if you didn't know this, he went rogue agent and just like went out with the snap or with the uh, uh, coin flip and <laughs> called we we want the defense on the field, which. They had to, like, you mean defer, right? Like, you want the ball first? Or you want them to have the, you want the ball in the second half? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that, that's actually a choice you can make. You can say defense, and then the choice for the, the, off, the, choice for the losing team goes to the second half. And they can right. theoretically receive both kicks. Right. I think it's happened before. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I just that was a really funny thing. Um, I'm going with the Packers. I understand that Chicago's playing well. Um, I do think that they have a really hard decision with what to do in the dra- with the draft um, as far as uh, sticking with Fields or going with Caleb Williams or Derek May. Um, was it Derek May? Did I say that right? Drake May. Drake May. Didn't sound right. Um, yeah, I, I I want them to keep Fields because I think Fields is a dude. Um, but uh, yeah, I I one my Packer bias is is showing. Two, I think Jordan Love is the real deal as well, and I, I like just that team a little bit better. I think the the Bears have, are trending the right way, but I just don't think they have it yet. And I think the mystique of Green Bay will. Uh, will overrun that. So Yeah, I think if this game was in Chicago, it'd have a different vibe. Um, For sure. It's, it's in Green Bay. Um, I don't trust the Packers' defense, like, a single bit of anything, but they should still win that game. Uh, they have to win to make the playoffs. Uh, the Bears were eliminated last week, um, so shockingly enough. I think they've won seven games. Um, but they were eliminated I'm still picking them because I need to get points, but I think the Packers will probably win uh, overall. The bear, the, but the, bear, the Bears' path isn't isn't too stupid. Like Joe Barry's defense is awful. Yeah, and Justin Fields could light him up. Um, I want Justin Fields to stay there because I have this nightmare scenario where he ends up in Pittsburgh. Uh, I think that's Russ Wilson's next place. To be honest with you, and that would be fine because Russell Wilson is still not like, yeah, like, eh. yeah, no. Um, I find it interesting if Russell Wilson ends up with Bill Belichick somewhere. If if Bill Belichick doesn't end up in um in uh, Los Angeles, okay. And then we got the. Sunday night game of the week. We got the Bills in Miami for 
one of the biggest games of the season. Um, one of the biggest games that the Bills have played in the regular season since probably since they clinched the playoffs in that snowstorm in 2017. I remember that. Um, I mean, there's also the game that DeMar Hamlin died. Yeah, like that, that, that's not memorable for a good reason. No. No. But it's still memorable. It's still a big game for them. That was a Cincy yeah. game. You know? like, that was a end of the year, and that was that you know ended up, I think, affecting some uh, playoff seedings and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mentioned it earlier. I As much as I would love the chaos theory of Buffalo going from possible second seed to seed to being out of the playoffs, um, I don't think they – I think Miami's just too banged up right now, and I think Buffalo's playing too well. Um, as of like, I know you said that they didn't, you know, they weren't juggernauts last week, but they still, they still took. Yeah, care they of got them. it done. The Bills, the Bills have won their last few games. Like they've won their last two games, but they struggled with Easton Stick, and then they struggled with Bailey Zappi. Yeah, like it's not like the vibes are good, but they're not like they're not in the toilet like they are in Miami, but. The vibes right. are they, lo- they lost. To, they lost to the Eagles, and then they're on a four-game win streak. They beat the Chiefs in in Kansas City. They beat the Cowboys in that really big game. But yeah, like you said, they had a hard time with Easton Stick, and then they, you know, had a rough time with New England. But I, I still think they are able to go to Miami and handle business. Yeah, I think on principle. This is going to be the one game I join you. I'm going to pick the Bills because I just think they're going to win. Uh, I kind of want them to win, despite my in-laws being big Dolphins fans, um, because I am a sucker for great matchups, and I want to see the Dolphins go to Kansas City and the Bills host a playoff game. And I think that, that like the slate would just be better. It'd be better, more enjoyable TV watching than seeing the Steelers go to Miami. Look at that. Um, okay, so we're getting into our prop bets. Um, they're not, I mean, I guess they're props. Uh, some of them are kind of future, more futury than prop, but, um, we're trying here. Uh, we're pushing. It's late. It's week 18. Pick the AFC South winner. Jags. Yeah, I think that's kind of. They have it. I only because they only need to win and they're in. And they're yeah, playing the Titans. Yeah, and they're, yeah, their game is the Titans. Like just by just by virtue of if it was Jacksonville versus Houston or Jacksonville versus Indy, you could convince me of other things. But it's the Titans, and all you have to do is win. I think um, that it's just the path is so much easier. Uh, yeah. I- on that, I, my my top team has always kind of been the Jags. I kind of want to one because I think that that's a beatable team. They are the most beat up of the three AFC South teams. Uh, yeah. Trevor Lawrence yeah. is beat to hell and back. Uh, their defense is kind of beat up. They just lost into the receiver. They might get uh, Christian Kirk back, but um, it's not it's not a pretty pretty. The vibes are not good in, in Duval. Um, 
So I, I think that's probably my preferred, and then the Colts and then the Texans. I've been very against having to play the Texans. I wish they would have lost last week uh, so that they, we, they would likely not be able to make the playoffs. Um, but they didn't, so. <laughs> um, they sure didn't. Moving on, moving on to the next prop, we got the final NFC wildcard team. I'm going to stick with the Packers. They are currently in the seventh seed. And with that, my projected win over Chicago. Um, I don't know who Seattle plays this week. Seattle plays the Cardinals. I was like, is that the Cardinals? Um, I mean, that's not a shoe-in for them. The Cardinals. No, because Cardinals just beat Philly well. last week. The Cardinals um, have been playing pretty well. Yeah. Um, I don't see... I do think New I do think New Orleans can get a win, but I don't think they are going to uh, supersede Tampa. I, I I just the math is the math is math, and for the Green Bay to get to get it, in my opinion. Now, if the Bears and Cardinals win, the Saints can get there. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, no, if the Falcons beat the Saints, then the Packers get in an eight at nine. <laughs> so, I don't know that the, the, the bottom of the NFC is weird. It sure is, man. None of those teams are good. <laughs> They're all just kind of there. I'm going to go different here and I'm going to pick the Seahawks. Um, I do think it'll probably be the Packers. I think the. The odds there are stronger that it's the Packers, but I'm going to go the Seahawks. I need points. Um, it's my justification for a lot of these things. This next one, uh, it's actually a yes-no, so there's not more than one option. Um, resting QB wins this week. There are, what, six? We decided there's six QBs that are resting. Six of the nine clinch teams are resting their starting quarterback. Sure. Of the guys that are replacing them, will there be... Two will there be more than two or more guys that win? What did we say? I'm trying to find the who the the. I know you put it in our. I'm trying to figure out where it was in the Discord as to who was the uh, sitting ones. I know Cleveland and. Um, I will find it. It's not far from this. We got Lamar, Flacco, Purdy. Mahomes, Stafford, and... you say Lamar? Yes. There's one more. I'm drawing a blank. Um, Lamar, Flacco. Purdy. Purdy, Mahomes, Stafford, and then... Uh, Detroit's not resting their guy. Um, God, both quarterbacks in the San Francisco or Los Angeles game are resting. That that is that is something. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a rough week, man. It really <laughs> is. It's not like yeah. So we got uh, we have five. So will two of them win? I'm going to say 
I'm going to say, well, I mean, by factor of, I think, uh, Stafford. One of them has to win. You said so Mahomes. will another one win? You said Mahomes. Uh, is Mahomes yeah. for sure sitting? Yes. Okay, I'm going to say yes, over. Because, again, as we we, as we we get a we get a free space, which I should have considered in the over under, but I'm not going to change it now. We should have we we get a we get a free space. Anytime. I didn't realize that we have a free space that there's there's two replacement quarterbacks. It, yeah, it's it's Wentz it's Wentz <laughs> and Darnold facing each other. Um, I'm gonna say I'm just gonna be different. I'm gonna say under. Um, I could certainly see a scenario where Jeff Driscoll, um, whoever is backing up for the Chiefs, I can see. And- I can see Huntley playing well enough to to get a win. I can. I could know. too. I could too, and I would laugh hysterically, for sure. <laughs> um, okay, we have an actual prop here: uh, Jets, Patriots over under thirty and a half. It's so low. I have to go over, despite the fact that Zach Wilson is not going to start. It's going to be Trevor Simeon again. Um, and I mean, New Orleans scored 21 on Buffalo last week, so. Yeah, I'm going to go under, um, the, I think these two teams combined for 16 points when they played the first time. (laughs) So, I, I don't expect a lot. Um, we have a Browns one here. Uh, do the Browns cover? Right now they are seven and a half point favorites. They're seven and a half point dogs. Seven point dogs. They're big underdogs. Do they cover? Uh, I'm gonna say no. Um, I do think there's a chance that they win the game, but I, I also think that that is not at any point at all their goal. And if it gets to a point where it gets to be silly season. They're just going to pull some guys. This is, they're going to treat this like a preseason game. They're going to have one because they're not going to have Jeff Jishful going to know like 10% of the playbook. Yes. <laughs> and two, they don't want to give anything away for whoever they're going to play in week, week, week one of the playoffs. So it's going to be an ugly game. I could see them covering. Um, Cause I, I, I'm not sure how much the Bengals, how much effort the Bengals are actually going to put in. I saw a, um, a meme that was like, uh, you are, you're like one of the faces. I don't know what, I don't know where they came from. I don't know where the meme came from, but it's the one that's like, you're a God Driscoll. And it was just a picture of him. It goes, I don't know the effing playbook. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, that's right. We're, we are so like, we're we are we are all Jeff Goldblum. We, you are so preoccupied with the, uh, can you? You didn't think, think should you? <laughs> Look, if we win with our fifth quarterback, just just put put a statue up for Stefanski now. Uh, okay, and the last one: Who is the Browns' playoff opponent going to be? Obviously, we both picked the Jags to win the AFC South. Here's your chance to hedge that bet. Yeah, I'm not going to hedge. I'm going to say Jags again. Okay. Um, I don't need your hedge. I got a we- I got a lead. I feel good about these picks. Um, 
I think I'm just gonna say the Colts. They have the home game. Um, just to be different, I need points. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see where this goes. It is, like, it is a nice hedge. I'm doubling down on the Jags here. Um, I, I think it's a. I just think it's a situation that you know, Jacksonville's they're playing Tennessee, and I don't know that Will Levis is going to start. I don't know that Mike Vrabel is Mike Vrabel's lining up recruiting calls for Ohio State and getting guys in the transfer portal. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that's what that's going to go for um, the the uh, for Ohio State. To be completely honest, I think they're going to get one more one more I year out of it. I just I. I that's just a lot of what people are talking about online that they're looking at uh, that being yeah. a possibility. Yeah, I mean, I could, cer- I can certainly see it. I just, eh, I don't think Ohio State's going to pull that trigger right now. Um, they just got a whole bunch of guys to commit to coming back. If they fired the head coach, those guys may leave again. <laughs> right. They just, they just brought in a, a quarterback that might start next year. You're not going to fire your coach after getting a uh, transfer quarterback. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's been my Ohio State 20 seconds of analysis. Um, yeah, uh, we will be back. Uh, Luckily, I mean, you and Matt will be back on on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of the 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 purpose of even doing a break <laughs> a breakdown that's of the game. Too. That's also we, true. I don't I don't blame you if you I don't blame you if you do want if you don't want to. Uh, I mean, worst case scenario, we will likely all be back at some point next week for a pregame, a playoff pregame. Yeah, we'll so. definitely be back. We'll definitely be back to preview the game next week, um, unless something catastrophic happens on Sunday. Uh, we probably won't need to talk about the game a whole lot. Um, right. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll evaluate that when we need to. Uh, it's been a it's been a pretty pretty good season here. It's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. It's been fun being, you know, it's it's a it's a good time to be a Browns fan. So, yeah, it's certainly it's certainly a lot easier to get on and do two podcasts a week when it feels God when it when they're when they're bad it's it's just rough. It's so yeah. Rough. Towards the end of last season, I was like running out of things to say. Like yeah, it just got ugly. Like yeah. the team, the team just checked out, and it was rough. Like, what, what, are, what, what could we have possibly said about that, uh, that game in uh, that game on Christmas Eve against the Saints? Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm with you. All right. All right. Well, we'll be back at some point in the future. Um, watch, watch football this weekend. Get uh get some of that YouTube TV quad box going on. Multi view. Yeah, that'll be the way to watch this weekend. Uh, I might I might go enjoy the comedy the comedy stylings of the Panthers attempting to play football live and in person. I, I don't know yet. We'll figure that out as we as we get closer. Um, but until then, go Browns. Go Browns. 
In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network. 